0: You know what, Sam? What? It's time to say goodbye to a few good players.
1: Yes, it is. Coming to you from the heart of Canes country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. Alright, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. We've hoped to have had a good few days. And in this episode, uh, we are going to be looking back on the players that left. Because Sam, there are actually quite a few players that did leave the Hurricanes this past season. Paul Stastny. I, we'll, we'll get to Paul Stastny. As you guys probably know, Sam Driscoll is a huge huge fan of paul stasney and i believe you're probably the president of the fan club of paul stasney right paul stasney
0: and max patch but yes mostly paul stasney
1: yeah it's mostly paul stasney i haven't really heard you talk about paul stasney like you do with oh, so sorry max patch ready like you do with paul stasney so yeah so that's what we're going to get to um And the first player we are going to get to so I can get it out of the way with, I know Sam loves it, Paul Stasny. Paul Stasny.
0: He's my man.
1: So you just want to go take over for Paul Stasny?
0: Look, just the reason why I like Paul Stasny as much as I do is because as a fan growing up, you saw all these like all-stars playing for other teams. And Paul Stasny was an all-star. Absolutely was an all-star. And... One of the benefits of uh, where we are now is that we have a lot of great players, right? And the Hurricanes have reputation of being a destination. And we saw that this offseason, too, right? Dimitri Orlov wanted to come to Carolina. And we saw that last season, right? Paul Stasny wanted to come to Carolina, took a discount to come to Carolina because Vegas offered him more. I just love... What we get with Paul Stastny? He was a player that struggled a little bit in the beginning, but really found his his uh, stride as things went on. He had nine goals, thirteen assists, twenty-two points as a fourth-line center. I'll take that any day of the week. Old, reliable. He had a, a season in. I'm sorry. He had a series-ending goal in the playoffs. I believe that was against the Islanders. So. I just I love everything about Paul Stastny. I love that we're a team that can get a player like this now. Yes, it's toward the end of his it was toward the end of his career. He still might retire. I don't think he's signed anywhere yet. I would love for him to play another season here if we're not going to go get another top 6. He's another guy that I wouldn't be opposed to bringing back to be that fourth line center. I think him and Eric Stahl would provide a lot of really good benefits. And um I think at the end of the day, we're uh, looking at a great player who contributed a lot to the Hurricanes, and I'm always going to love Paul Stastny. I love Paul Stastny. I've, I've loved I love Stastny through his whole career. He's always been an interesting and exciting player to watch.
1: Yes, career-wise, I think Paul Stastny has had an excellent career. Uh, obviously, he's most notable, notable for his time in Colorado. He still played pretty well in St. Louis, uh, played... Uh, Actually, he played a couple seasons in Vegas. He was really good there and in Winnipeg. And then, obviously, um, when it came point-wise, this season was his lowest total. But it just showed how good he was in his career. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, 22 points. And he was a I different role. That's modest. He it was in a different role. He was playing in a fourth-line type of role. And I think 22 points for a fourth-line guy is pretty good. Yeah,
0: and he played well when he played up in the lineup, too. So it wasn't like he was bad. A lot of these points, he started to accumulate points when he played in that second-line center. And he played well. It wasn't like he was having to stro- He was struggling. He did well. Obviously, KK's younger and a little bit faster. But when KK was slumping, Stasny was able to fill in, which is why I think if you don't trade for that top-six center... It just makes sense to bring a guy like Stasny or Eric Stahl back just so you have like old reliable there to to anchor your fourth line, especially in a situation in the playoffs.
1: And I wouldn't be uh, opposed to that. I really wouldn't. Uh, So, yeah, Paul Stasny, yeah, he had a uh, rough start, I agree. Um, But he really turned it on the second half, I thought. And Sam, he's most notable with us as the guy who Scored the overtime winning goal in the playoffs to advance to the second round against the Islanders. That was a great moment for Paul Stastny. Um, I'm sure, well actually I remember watching that game with you and you were really happy. You're like, it's Mr. Paul Stastny. So, um, that was a great moment. And that is um, our uh, view and take of Paul Stastny. Uh, we don't know if he's going to retire or not, but if he does uh, retire, uh, we really do wish him the best. I think he could play another season.
0: He hasn't retired yet, so I, I think he might lean toward playing another year, but just a matter of he will do it. And if he comes back to Carolina at league minimum, I'm okay
1: with that. We yeah, have, I'm okay with that, too. We have the space
0: to do a league minimum contract.
1: Yeah, we do have some space, but... I mean, it's right there next to that space <laughs> <But that's laughs> when it comes thing. to if our cap. wanted
0: to bring, like, a veteran, you know, fourth-line center, because that's what Eric Stahl is. It's what Paul Stasny is at this stage of their career.
1: Yeah, they're veterans.
0: But they're old reliables, right? They're a guy that if Eric Stahl is called upon to center that second line, he can do that, right, in a pinch. Someone gets hurt, right, he can play up. Um, Paul Stasny, he can play up. So it's one of those things where if you bring in an old reliable— I think that's the very least you need to do. I just I don't think Drury is capable of that yet. He's young and he's inexperienced, and I don't want to see Jack Drury having to play center on that second line in the playoffs. So don't get a top six. You need a Paul Stastny. So when we we're talking about subtractions, I think of all of these, he's probably one of the biggest and fit in one of the bigger roles in the organization. Right. So I mean, because you had like two veteran centers who were who were there, who were old reliables and who you could count on to step into that fourth line, right, with Paul Stasny, and we'll talk about Derek Stepan in a few minutes too. And you know, you're captain of the Derek Stepan fan club or no, that's Adam Gold. That's man? that's
1: Adam Gold. So that's Adam
0: Gold and um but you know, right now you've you've gone from having an abundance of centers to to not a whole lot. So, you know, I think right now you need to to, to, to look at that position but um, Paul Stasny, great player. I'm captain of his fan club. So, Oh, yeah, I know you are. Love Stasny. Okay,
1: so next player who we know probably is not going to be coming back. although I think he care- signed
0: somewhere. You, you go ahead oh, and yeah. talk about it. But- Calvin
1: DeHaan, I, he he might have already signed somewhere. Was it with Tampa? I'm sure. I want to say Tampa for some reason. But um, Calvin DeHaan, um he had two goals, 10 assists, and 53 games. Um, I think he played um, the role he was supposed to. Um, Tampa. Yeah, that's why I thought, Tampa. Um, Calvin DeHaan, I thought, was a good stay-at-home defenseman. Uh, he was slow, and we needed um, someone extra uh, to kind of uh, polish the top six, which we'll talk about in a few minutes with Shane spare. But I thought Calvin DeHaan, I thought he played a good role. Mm-hmm. Uh, as being kind of that shutdown defenseman and but he got 12 points, so it, oh yeah 12 points in 53 games that's not bad uh calvin DeHaan was decent um and it's interesting because I mean he was with us before I believe two seasons ago um and we traded him I remember that and I, I obviously you and I both we were like um I don't know if DeHan likes the Hurricanes anymore no, made some after that, after that uh, trade. But he came back on a PTO and he was able to uh, stay with the Hurricanes for this just this past season. But he, he played his role. I thought well. Uh, the only thing is that he was a slow skater, so he kind of needed to be. Probably a seventh defenseman.
0: Which is what he ended up being, and he was good in that role. But I don't know what what kind of time he'll get in Tampa, but um, I'm glad he got a contract. I do like DeHaan, so good for him there. Um, he was serviceable, and uh, we wish him the best in Tampa Bay. He's going to a good team.
1: Yes, definitely. And there have been defensemen that um, has come back to playing with us, Sam, after a couple years or even just a year of not playing with us, uh, example of for this upcoming season, Sam, Tony D'Angelo. So a little bit he's a little bit in the same boat there with uh Calvin DeHaan. And the next player, Sam, is out of gold's favor probably of the players that left, and that's uh Derek Stepan. Uh, that he got five goals, six assists, and seventy three games. You know, what's interesting about Stepan, Sam, is I remember I think when we brought him in, the season we brought him in, I believe it was oh, I can't remember. I think it was wasn't it like two seasons ago, I believe. I mean I'm looking this up.
0: Yeah, he's been with us for the last two years.
1: Yes, last two years. Honestly the not this past season, but the season before I thought with Derek Step on. I thought he was great. Now, I still liked a little bit of Derek Stepan this past season, but not as much as the first season he, when he was with us. Because I thought that first season, I thought he had a bit of a flair.
0: Yeah. No, this year wasn't as much. But he was in a different role this year, too, for sure. With Paul. It, the, there was a little log jam down there, right? That's why we got Stasny. And Derek Stepan came back, and Calvin DeHaan came back on PTOs. So... I mean, Paul Stasny and Derek Stepan. I view them at. I view Paul Stasny, Derek Stepan, Eric Stahl. All three are free agents still, right? I think Carolina was, would be wise to bring one of them back, right? I mean, I just think it makes the most sense to bring one of them back. Or bring one of... right. And I guess technically bringing Eric Stahl would be bringing him back, but... It's just that... What Derek Stepan provides is that kind of that it's that veteran anchor spot, right? And he's a bit younger than the likes of Paul Stasny and yeah. Eric Stahl. He is. And I'm not opposed to bringing back either Stasny or Stahl over Stepan. Um, I would hate to see Stepan not get a contract this year, but I think he's a player where you know, you know can get cheap. I think given Eric Stahl hasn't signed anywhere, I think Eric Stahl is a guy you can get cheap.
1: And Derek Stepon, he used to play great. Remember when he was with the Rangers yeah. in Ottawa? He, he he was great. He just hasn't really found that touch back. But to be
0: fair, in those situations, he was playing top six, where in Carolina True. he's playing bottom six and really just the bottom three. So And that's where he'll be. And that's But if me. he
1: plays with the likes of Vinan and Nason, those are probably upgrades from... The fourth line. Yeah, well, if he's
0: th- playing with Tavo at that point, you're assuming that we're probably making a move, right? Because it, I think Terrifying and currently would still slot in that top six role, because it would be, well, no, I guess not. I guess with Bunting in that, top yeah, six, Bunting, so maybe Tavo would be on the bottom four, or the bottom six. Um, it'll be interesting, but, um, I just, I think Carolina needs a third line center, which is why I come back to Stasny, step on and stall. I just don't think it would be an unwise move to bring any of them back because you can get them
1: on the cheap. I'd probably put Step on number three amongst those players I'd want to bring back because I think Eric and Paul Stastny, even though they're a lot older than Step on is, I think the pedigree that... Those guys bring is a lot better than On. Yeah. Has had a better history. And I'll Stahl's a of Stanley points. Cup champion.
0: I don't remember if Stasny's won a Stanley Cup, but, you know, Stahl is a Cup champion. I mean, and he's been to the finals twice, or actually three times, right? Once with Florida, once with Montreal, and then he won it with us. And, you know, Montreal, I think that's just a different situation. That was a COVID year and just how the league was um, layered. Montreal made it against a team that they just were never going to to beat so
1: yes and uh going back to derek Stepan, um i mean i hate that we're losing him because sam seemed like he was just a great guy um yep. and you could probably say the same for paul Stassen he's just i don't know much about his personality as derek Stepan. Uh, Just from me personally. But it seemed like Derek Stepon was a great guy in the locker room. No, for sure. Which is why, again, I'm not opposed to bringing back Stasny,
0: Stepan, or Stahl. I think it benefits your roster. Yes, true. That's assuming we don't do anything to to attend to your top six.
1: Yes. Uh, So those are the first three players that we have uh, discussed on the players that left. Um, We're going to get to the rest. But before we do... Let's get to our sponsor. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpma.org. In New York, call 877 8 hope or text hope ny 467 In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 8887 or visit ccpg.org 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire 7 days after issuance. 1 boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50, 10 plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkeens.com slash baseball terms hey canes fans even if you're not going on vacation summer is all about a vacation state of mind whether i want to listen to zach brown band on repeat or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit i love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my raycon wireless earbuds there's so much going on all summer Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people. Or to stay calm with some guided meditation. Since I can have an old soul for music, I have a playlist I listen to that ranges from John Denver to Chicago. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. Use earbud tap punchons to toggle three customizable sound profiles noise isolation, and awareness mode. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good, and Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash thpn. That's buyraycon.com slash thpn to save 15% off on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash thpn. Okay, Sam, the next player that we have... we. It, trade deadline acquisition in Shane Goss Bear. I like
0: Ghost. I I was a fan of that move. I really liked him.
1: I did too. I thought that was the best trade deadline move. To, I didn't understand oh. the Yes, A. Pogliarvi. Yes,
0: was a gamble move, right? It was a you're giving somebody away who's not going to amount to anything for a player who's currently not amount to anything. So it and it was like expensive
1: a- considering he had 3 million.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, you know, maybe Yes, a. could turn into a you know, turn into that top four pick, which is what he was, and he just he didn't. And I think he's going to go play over in Europe. It sounds like um, we'll see what happens with Yesse. He didn't I mean, ever with with um him, but uh, we'll talk about him in just a minute. But uh, Gostisbeere played very well. He scored a couple goals. He scored only two, three, two of them against his former team right after the deadline.
1: Yeah, that's to me the most defining moment I think he had with the Hurricanes was when we got him and the day after. We were playing in Arizona, and he he, he played great. Yep, he lit up his whole team, two goals, and I think maybe even an assist. He
0: may have had three points, but he definitely had two goals. And um, look, I, I like Goss Despair. Um, he's going to go play in Detroit this year on a one-year yes, prove-it deal. And that contract is designed to prove it, right? I mean, Detroit could make the playoffs. I really don't think they will. I don't.
1: I don't think they will either. I think it's going to be between probably Buffalo and Boston, trying to get that. Last I do. I, I
0: do. I, I don't.
1: Position. I don't
0: view even with Tarasenko going to Ottawa. I don't view Ottawa as a as a contender yet. Mainly because I just don't think they have the goaltending.
1: Honestly, I think Ottawa is probably a step ahead of Detroit.
0: No, they are. Um, I know, but I think at the end of the day, but. Uh, Ottawa had a shot last year and an opening in that division because there were some teams that just did not play well, like Florida, for example, but Ottawa just couldn't bring it together. And I just, I don't know what that locker room's like, but it sounds like it's more on the dysfunctional side. But we'll see. You know, they get surprised. But Goss Despair is going to go play in Detroit. He's going to be a top four defenseman there, and he can mentor some younger players. So that's a smart move on Eisenman's part to bring him in, kind of gets them to, um, you know, they've got the cap space to make it happen. One-year deal, not a big one. You know, maybe if Detroit becomes a contender next season, maybe they bring him back, right? But Gostaspare's betting on himself, and we all expected him to do that. And, really, you get D'Angelo in, which is a replacement for Gostaspare, and you got Orlov as and a I think And so...
1: I think D'Angelo's more of a fit with us than yeah. Gostaspare was.
0: You know, I, I've heard that some uh, – I can't remember the person on ID9, the fan, who said you can directly – um, connect the uh, Orlov signing to Pesci leaving. I, I honestly say it's, uh, or the, the, the D'Angelo signing to, to Pesci leaving. I think it was the Orlov signing, because I just don't
1: think you can justify $8 million on your third pair. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you can either, but I also thought the Orlov signing was kind of an indication being like after two years of him playing with us, Nikishin is going to fill that role.
0: Oh yeah, they're trying to do that, right? You've got Slavin up into you well, will resign. That's not a question. Um, and then you have, um, and there's also Moro,
1: too in the pipelines.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing is you got right now. You've got your top three defensemen, which I would argue are you know Orlov, Burns, and Slavin. Right? They're locked up for three for the next two seasons. And then you've got your Nikishin and your Morrow. But I think Morrow will come in probably next year. He'll probably replace D'Angelo. Um, unless you can get D'Angelo on a good deal. Or, you know, maybe Shea. He'll play Shea or Pesci if you bring Tony D'Angelo back. But, um, Goss Despair, good luck to him in Detroit. He was good in Carolina. I have no complaints yeah had Goss He Despair.
1: had a good start point-wise, but the points kind of dried off later, but he was still effective, He I was. Thought. He was
0: good. He had good foot, footwork. Um, my complaint with Goss Despair is what I complained about the team in general, is that just the offense and the whole team dried up toward the end of the season. Exactly. So, I'm not really about to put that on Goss Despair. I mean, it was everybody, so...
1: Yes, definitely. Um, Ghost, uh, I thought he was a, an upgrade over Calvin Dehan, who we just talked about. Um, but, uh, he... He had a good start point-wise, kind of fell off point-wise. But he was still an upgrade just because he was a better skater. Way better than Calvin DeHaan. And um, another thing, too, that I heard about Gossespierre is that apparently when he was playing with Arizona, um, he, from what I heard, (laughs) is that he played a lot better overall with Arizona than he did with us because he had more points.
0: He had more points, but he also played with them for a while. So yeah, true. He was able to mesh with that's what
1: I heard from the hockey guy. So
0: he meshed more with them, but that's because he played longer with them. But I mean, I think if we had signed to spare, that would have been a different situation, but I don't know. I mean, I guess if you want to be honest, if you wanted to save money, You signed Gostaspare, move on from Shea or Pesci, and signed D'Angelo. Technically, you've saved some money there, but...
1: Maybe, but honestly, I probably want Orlov over Gostaspare. No, absolutely.
0: I mean, I'm not arguing that Gostaspare is better than Orlov. I'm saying, you know, if you wanted to save money and go after a forward... Oh, oh yes.
1: Oh, yes. That could have been an avenue to (laughs) pursue.
0: Either way, good for Gostaspare getting a good deal, so good luck to him.
1: Yes, and the next player, Sam, is probably... My favorite player. I was heartbroken that he left, but made sense. Uh, Max Pacioretty. Only five games, three goals in that five games. Which, that's what he did. What he he came and did what he was supposed to, which
0: was score goals. It just didn't last because he you know he got hurt at the beginning of the year, torn Achilles. Got hurt after five games, retore it. Um, now he's signed in Washington. I hate that with a burning passion that he went to a division rival. Um, there's just not a lot to say about patchy ready because he didn't play a lot with us, but I really wish it had worked out because I can just imagine. I do too. He probably would have scored 30 goals for us and probably a bunch in the playoffs. And I think if you have a healthy patchy ready and a healthy Svechnikov in the playoffs, maybe that Florida, I can't help but thinking that Florida series went differently or at least was closer. Um, exactly. than what it is. we probably won to we probably won at very least two games in that series if we still lose it. Um, but good luck to him in Washington, except when he, they play us. But yes, exactly. I, I w- let me put it this way: I want to see him be healthy. I, I want, I would like to see him play healthy because I like patches a lot. Just as a player, he's been a favorite of mine.
1: I liked his career, and he was around the team during his recovery.
0: Yeah, so you, there was a desire, I think, maybe by him to potentially stay here, but he got a good contract. Do you in
1: Washington. think we might have rushed him to? To recover, possibly?
0: Um, I'm not going to say that that's a fact, because if he wanted to come back, he could have said, if he didn't want to come back, he could have said no.
1: But he was still under contract, so I don't know how that He can still works. say no. If he's not
0: healthy, you're not going to play.
1: Oh yeah, true.
0: So, I mean, the plan was for him to come back at the deadline. He technically had a month, I think maybe a month and a half left before that. So I don't know if, it, I just don't know the situation. Maybe we did, but. I mean I could see it
1: maybe but he I mean He played
0: 5 games though. So it's like I think it was more bad luck than it was anything else cuz if it was a rush I feel like he would have tore it in the first game back.
1: Yeah, well I mean it was a rut in the ice basically of how he hurt his yeah, it was knee
0: wild and
1: game. I and we were at the, I be, I know I was at that no, game. No, we were
0: at the game. We were actually sitting lower level at the time.
1: Yeah, we were and when I saw
0: that I was like, "Oh no." Not the knee. Yeah, you and I were not a happy people.
1: <laughs> I don't think any Canes fan was happy. Yep. Nope. Uh, but I mean, I, I just hated that Max Patch only played five games. I really wish he had played more. Oh, I'm us. hoping
0: he stays healthy next season and can revitalize his career. He took a low contract, but if it it works out for, I mean, it can be one of the, it's one of those for a team that's not really a contender anymore. They're, they might be a playoff team, but they're no contender. And Washington. He's a guy who can go in there and and revitalize kind of help their power play out and make it interesting. The Caps aren't gonna be a a team to contend with really in the metro. It's really not their division anymore.
1: It's it's I think the top three in the metro is Carolina, the Rangers, and New Jersey. I
0: think New Jersey's higher than the Rangers. I I don't know. I don't I feel like the New Jersey I didn't
1: I didn't put in any order. I don't
0: think the devil I don't think the Rangers got better This off season, I think it's possible they got worse, and they're also cap strapped. Like it's bad. <laughs> like I. They don't still know what have to sign
1: do. Lafreniere.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if someone maybe if you know if there's a team out there who's got cap space that can offer sheet him.
1: Wouldn't shock me.
0: They could put they could put the Rangers in an awkward situation.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, the Rangers are an example of a team that did I. I mean, they got good players at the trade deadline. They went all, but in. I thought I thought they traded way too much, and well, now they, they, they don't have for, a lot of. What capital they moved now.
0: for Kane wasn't a lot. That was good. That was that was the best trade they made. But they the Kane up, one wasn't that. But bad. they gave up a lot to get Tarasenko. I mean, I think Carolina should have given that, but we have so many assets that giving up that wouldn't have been a big deal. Um, but yeah, I mean. We'll see what happens there, but good luck to Patches in Washington. Um, I hope he stays. I, I hope he stays healthy. So hopefully he stays healthy.
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, next player, Sam is pull Puluyarvi, right?
0: Yep, yes, pull Puluyarvi. I liked him as a guy. I really wanted him to succeed. I think everyone who listened to this podcast knows that I really was a big fan of him. I really wanted him to just work well with ajo and it just didn't work no and that's okay it was one of those low risk high reward potential kind of a guys and it just didn't work out when that's I'm, fine
1: i thought there was some risk because of the contract three million
0: but it was for a year I and mean, he's out
1: yeah i know but i, I just wasn't the biggest fan because of that contract if we had broad men and he had like a one million dollar contract i'm like that's fine
0: i, I i'm Carolina just wasn't going to give up a lot at the deadline, and they kind of made that clear, and I think that was unfortunate. And that was probably their backup to the backup to the backup kind of a thing because they tried for Tarasenko, it sounds like. They tried for Bertuzzi. And Lindholm, like, didn't too. didn't sound like they gave any serious offers to Detroit for Bertuzzi, but they probably gave a laughable one. And they may have poked around Lindholm, and, and they were really all in on Meyer, but New Jersey just overpaid for him, and they got him. So...
1: I still think we could have gotten Timo Meyer.
0: I, I do as well, but um, Puljujarvi's uh was fine. You know, whatever he was. I, I liked his physicalness and the physicality, and I think that was good. I had zero problem with that. Dude went out and hit. He was a big body, kind of got in the way. He might not have gotten points, but he was on lines that got points. Yes. So- and
1: honestly, I think starting out the first few games, it was rough for him. But I thought getting in when he played in the playoffs. I thought he, kind of like what he said, he uh, amped his, um, his game accounting. up.
0: Yeah, he did. and he was But he
1: just still couldn't get any points.
0: No, and that's unfortunate. He'll po- hopefully he can go over Europe. And he might be able to go to Europe, revitalize his game, and then come back to the NHL. Well, that's possible. Dude's young. He's not old at all. He's like 26 or 27. So playing a year in Europe and coming back is possible. He can definitely... Co- he has not hit his prime yet, so... Yes, they can definitely become a good player um, and still reach there. I feel like maybe maybe Edmonton rushed his uh, development. That's possible.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time they rushed a yeah. player's development. But hopefully good luck Nail to Nail Yakupov.
0: Yeah, you know what the GM of uh, Edmonton said after they drafted Nail Yakupov?
1: What? Nailed it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna put that in part of the things that we talked about. Sam's <laughs> joke right there. That was excellent. I loved that. Uh, I love corny jokes.
0: But good good luck to Yesay. Um, it sound it does sound like he's heading to Europe. So good luck to him over there. Um, if he plays in the NHL, I hope he does well. I really do. So
1: good luck to Yesay on his next move. Yes, and the last player, which we'll get to, got the James Wisniewski um, experiment here. What do you say about Andre Kasha? Kasha. He only played one game. What do you say? He didn't even play through that whole game, too.
0: I mean, what do you say about? Or did he? I can't remember. He did. He did. did. What do you say about Kasha? With no points, played one game, and now he plays in Europe. I mean, I hope he stays healthy. I would like to see him be able to have a good career. But I just don't know what you say about Andre Kasha other than I wish it had worked because I think
1: that would have made this team better. Oh, I do too. I I mean, if you, I mean let's look at his career for a little bit. I mean, the, the thing about his career, though, is that he has been injury ridden. Yes. Uh, he has had a lot of concussions. Yes. Uh, but he was a decent player when he played. Uh, last year with Toronto, Sam, in 50 games, 27 points. Which was pretty good. And uh, his most notable time with a team was Anaheim when he got like... That's when we wanted him back then. Yes, exactly. I remember there were rumors of us possibly trading Justin Falk for Andre Kasha. Uh, but um, seemed, I think that fell through, mm-hmm. But obviously. But
0: I, at the end of the day...
1: Disappointing uh, another player uh, kind of in the same boat as Pac Shreddy as just injury it, riddled.
0: I view it this way. Carolina, I think Carolina's last year's off season, there was a pure attempt to address the big problem, which was their goal scoring.
1: And they tried it. You they have did. To, You they have went, to give they them credit went with
0: Patchuretti. They went with Kasha. Now I view these guys as bargain players with injury-riddled history. So they got what they deserved, and you know the team got what they you know got what you paid for. Right? You got players. You got patches for free and kasha you just had to, you know basically ended up being free he never played so he was on LTIR all year um so i view it this way you got you know two injury to history players and that's what happened to them they got hurt so props for trying but also at the same time maybe next time don't be so cheap you recognize they recognized the problem, but the res but the resolution was a really cheap patch. No pun intended. But
1: and, and there was an, But it's been Carolina's
0: M O since Tom Dunden purchased the team. But if you want to win, sometimes you got to spend a little. Sometimes yeah, you, you got to give up a little bit. Sometimes you got. It seems
1: like they're a little bit. bit. It seems like they've learned a little bit since the first few years. But I don't. I guess I just. But to me, not enough.
0: I don't see the rationale behind the. I, I'm okay. Like I said, I like the Dmitry Orlov deal. I still don't see the rationale behind it. So I
1: guess there's but just the biggest some... thing is that they're willing to pay. So I sure, mean, but
0: I mean, I guess I would have paid Tarasenko that money before I'm paying Orlov. True. I'd, I'd but... rather give. I'd rather overpay Tarasenko for two years than. Orlov. I mean, just because I know I can extend Pesci and Shea if I really want to, but
1: they didn't pay anybody this type of money at all the past few seasons with Orlov. No, but Orlov so I think it's a step. Here. I think it's a step in the right direction, though.
0: It is, and I think Orlov wanted to come here, so that's that's one. That's, yes, that's one
1: and also they learned with the, with Aho offer sheet, they re-signed yes. him, which yes. was good. And I think that'll happen with Slavin next year. I do too. I really probably Slavin's not quite. Probably not quite. As long term as eight years. But maybe. I don't know. I love to see him stay for eight more years. I love slava
0: I mean, yeah, but his last like you're probably moving him toward the end of that contract. Um you're most likely you're top heavying that deal. First four is probably where he's gonna get most of his money and then the last four is gonna be where they're like million dollar, two million dollar years, so no, yes, we'll see. I, I do Definitely. think Slavion, I, I do think Slavin resigns. That's I, I don't think that's a question of an if; it's a question of a win uh, next off season. Yes,
1: uh, same here. So yeah, that is our episode. We wanted to have an episode where we dedicated um, the episode to the players that left because uh, they were part of the Hurricanes. And yep. uh, if you're, I, I'm a strong believer that if you were a part of the Hurricanes, part of being, the, uh, her, being with the hurricanes then uh, there's a little bit of hurricane blood in you not Ian Cole except Ian Cole there are always exceptions Sam I think Ian Cole is an exception
0: yes indeed
1: and there again always exceptions
0: true true
1: so right. yeah enjoy thanks for listening to the Kaniak Report be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out
0: on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.